Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the Surgeon Masters mini podcast. This is uh, Jeff Smith, and I have with me again today, uh, Paul Hiller. Welcome, Paul. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me in. So you and I decided to talk about attending annual meetings or getting the most out of your conference annual meeting experience because of our recent experience at the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons last week. Right, Paul? Yes, that's right. I think uh, a very valuable topic for many of us. Yeah, so, and again, we're appealing to more than orthopedic surgeons, and you and I talk a, a fair amount about AALS and the Orthopedic Trauma Association, but really this is applicable to all surgeons and probably all conferences, but we're kind of focusing on those ones that repeat on such a regular basis that it's like the annual meeting where you can have an opportunity to plan ahead. And I'll just tell you, you know, from between over 25 AOS annual meetings, myself, and over 20 OTA annual meetings, I think I have a lot of experience. Paul, how about you? I think you're you're getting coming at it from a, a different angle, but you've also attended your own meetings. But tell yeah. us a little bit about what you do, why you would have a, a pretty good edge on this as well. Sure. So I think I've uh I think I've seen it from uh you know both sides of the coin. I've I've planned annual meetings for the OTA. Um I know how busy and hectic they get, not only for the planners, but uh of course all the participants as well. And um, and so I've also attended uh, the Professional Convention and Management Association annual meeting for several years now, which is um, the conference for conference planners. Well, that's even uh, more spectacular, right? Because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of experience in that room when you're attending that meeting. And there's a lot of experience at all these. So uh, let's go ahead and, you know, the the just while this experience is fresh in our mind, we talked about on these uh, life improvement strategies, we're always trying to improve something. So how can a surgeon get the most out of an annual meeting experience? And I don't want to get too distracted by the variables, you know, so many variables, the size of the meeting, the location of the meeting, what your specialty is, your practice type, and so on. Let's, let's address a complex problem through simplicity. Simply put, I want to break it down into three phases. That's the preoperative or pre-meeting proactive planning stage. The second is the intraoper operational plan. And then lastly, the post-op or post-meeting debrief. And so let's go through those somewhat. Let's give some good examples. Uh, you know, certainly in the pre-op and the pre-meeting planning phase, you know, I did this this year and you certainly were helping me out this year. So it was even at its uh, more uh, effective phase, but as you go in forward into the meeting, kind of think about uh, what what educational events or meetings that you have to attend and are really important to you and get those in your schedule. Many of the meetings these days have a mobile app, and I think, Paul, you have particular experience dabbling and in, in learning about a lot of those things. And those are certainly a method that they're trying to help us do this. But, you know, and each surgeon's got a unique way of dealing with things. So if you're an app person, that's awesome. Leverage that if you're not and you work off your calendar. But again, it's one way or another having a, a pre-meeting plan. 
what were some of the examples that I gave you, Paul, about uh, planning for the meeting? I think it's all too easy to get overwhelmed on site. There's just so much going on, so many people you want to see and educational sessions that you want to attend. I think it's important to to have a schedule in place and, and do your best to follow that schedule just to make sure you get you get your goals accomplished on site there. Great point. So before you get into the fluster of the whole meeting, you, you have a thought as to what you really want to accomplish. Being able to stay on point and stay on your plan doesn't mean that we can't adjust and make some shifts. But if you're at the meeting constantly making those changes last minute, usually after the fact, you have more regrets than you have uh, successes. That Whereas if you follow your plan mostly, uh, often you won't have those regrets. Uh, and it doesn't mean that you have to stick to it entirely, but I think you're going to go away from that meeting way more gratified. So again, do that, figure out how you can have a pre-operative plan or pre-meeting plan, sort of template that out a little bit, whether it's in, on paper, on an app, or in your mind, and try and follow through with that plan. So what about during the meeting? During the meeting, there's definitely the aspects of following through on your plan, right? So you're going to make your efforts to follow through on your plan, but this isn't the time to necessarily be reworking your whole entire plan, right? And so the more you're able to operationally carry it out, the better. Uh, but just like in surgery, when different things happen, you have uh, complications, something gets canceled, who knows, weather issues, whatever it is, you got to be able to adjust. And you know, we had that recently, obviously, with flights coming in. But, you know, again, you just have to be able to adjust your plan if the circumstances aren't allowing you. Your thoughts, Paul? I completely agree. I think, um, like we stated previously, it's important to have a plan, but it's also important to remain flexible. As as we talked about, it's easy to get overwhelmed. It's easy to get pulled in, in quite a few different directions. And I think we just remain flexible and understand that it is just a plan and, and plans always don't go accordingly. And when I'm both in my preemptive plan and on my operational plan, I'm usually, you know, have several categories. I'm, I'm doing the, the key learning of new things that I want to get out of that meeting. Um, and I'm making sure that I'm operational on that. I also have plans for networking and maintaining uh, good relationships and connections that I've had from the past and fostering new ones. And then I'm also seeking out uh, opportunities for collaboration, guidance, or support, because there's usually those are things that are very heavy at those annual meetings. So I'm usually trying to make those things happen. And the one little, you know, pearl that I have is that I always try and now make time for some sort of physical exercise, whether it's yoga, running, cycling, or working out, because those are the most common things that I see people doing at the annual meetings. But you name it, whatever form, I guess you also added there, what people like to take good long walks uh, and do a little bit of exercise slash sightseeing. But again, however you do it, uh, have a little bit of a plan and then operationally make sure that those things don't fall off your plan where you end up not doing any of that stuff that actually complements the meeting educationally, because you're really refreshing yourself, letting your mind reprocess and not be in that uh, overstimulation phase the whole entire meeting. And then lastly, the debrief, what we're kind of doing right now, we're analyzing the recent meeting. Uh, sometimes for me, the plan is, okay, how am I scheduling this in a whole year in advance? Do I, am I arranging housing, registration? Am I 
how could I have traveled smoother? Do I start planning for those things for the next event? And then even, you know, what I've learned from this, this recent meeting, you know, what, how can I make my educational, uh, my networking, uh, all these other things that I just mentioned work even better the next time around. Absolutely. And I think, um, I think that's one of the most important things we can do is, is reflect on our experience and, and sort of quantify what we've learned and, and, and then approach, approach that information uh, moving forward, apply it to our future experiences. We talked about what we could do better, uh, but having a more positive angle on it and looking at that. So the debrief is, is both what we did well, what we could do better, and then having that forward. So the next time we're getting ready for the next meeting, we already have a little bit of a template of what our, what our plan is for that meeting, and we can have it even more refined as we get closer to that meeting. I think my key point is having that sort of three-phase concept to, to all your meetings. Why I'm loving doing it this way is because it just makes that experience. I mean, it's, each one of my annual meetings keeps getting better and better because I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot. I'm not overstressing. I'm not being overwhelmed. It just makes for a great experience. So, Jeff, what can our listeners do? What's, what's their call to action over the next week? Well, I think, again, it's depending on the phase you're on the meeting, whether it's reflecting on your recent meetings and then having a forward plan, operationally, you know, putting it into action and then doing the debrief and, and do it your way. You know, you, you're the expert of how you want to experience the meeting. And, and I think that's the deal. I think we did good. There you have it in less than 10 minutes. This is Jeff Smith. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Once More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.